0: Welcome to Soul Chat, the conversation with your soul. I am your host, Ebony Titora from Queens, Recognize Queens. It is my passion and my purpose to express not only my fullest potential, but to give you some powerful tools that allow you to step into the queen that you are. With Sunday Soul Chat, I look forward to weekly taking you on a journey of deeper thought and conversation by bringing you thought-provoking conversations that require you to look a little deeper than the surface. I will bring you powerful people who can share powerful tools to assist you in unleashing your fullest potential as queen. hello 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 everybody who follows queens recognize queens you are officially tuned in to another edition of sunday soul chat so this week i have the pleasure oh my god the pleasure and i'm just buzzing i've been buzzing since thursday um, of interviewing naisha williams this sunday and today we're going to be talking about let me see if it'll let me pin this comment Oh no. Okay, we don't want that. We're going to be talking about the eight steps to forgiveness, which I'm so excited about because in all of our journeys, we're learning how to grow and how to only take wisdom with us for every single situation. So I am buzzing and I hope you guys are buzzing and you're ready for your weekly conversation with your soul. trying to pin this comment. Let me try again. So I'm trying to do something different here because a lot of times these um, these episodes don't, they don't save. So um, it is my goal to see if we can we can make this our first podcast. And I'm doing this on my iPad, which I haven't done in forever. So it's looking like I can't, I can't pin this. Let's try again. But thank you guys so much for joining us. If you've joined us on previous weeks, I just want to say thank you so much. Naisha is an amazing woman, and it, makes, it takes me back to starting a brand, and one of the only things I could think of was Real Recognize Real, and she is nothing less than that. Um, she is a celebrity coach and global speaker, and she's so much more than that. I don't like to introduce people. I like for them to be able to introduce themselves. So give me one second while I add her on. But, I hope you're having an amazing Sunday. If you've never joined me, please drop a crown. I would love to know who I have on, so I could say, "Hey, hey, I seriously cannot pin this comment. Okay, here we go. Hey, girl, hey, yes, hey. I pinned it. <laughs> so can you I have hear you me. I can hear you perfectly. I just want to see I have you to the side. <laughs> Now that's straight up, but you look fabulous. Thank you, everybody Thank you. who's joining us. Thank you. Happy Sunday. These are literally my favorite days of the week because I consider it the weekly conversation with your soul and being able to start your week fresh with a new perspective, some new revealing, healing, all of that. <laughs> right, so I'm right. so excited to I'm have you here. To make
1: sure the speaker is up because I don't know why it's so low.
0: I can hear you well. I can hear you. I can hear you. <laughs> you can't hear me good? I
1: guess as long as you can hear me, right? I'll yeah. I'll read your lips. Okay. Oh.
0: <laughs> so thank you so much for spending your Sunday with me. I am beyond grateful. I'm grateful for everybody that's wi- willing to hang out with me on this Sunday because back when I worked 9 to 5, it was one of my favorite days to just sit back and just – take it all in and just jumpstart my week with a fresh start, which, <laughs> you know, right. when you get to certain levels, that's an everyday thing. But still, you know, I think it's it's so important. So thank you so much for joining me. You're welcome. I like to, first of all, let me just let everybody know. So I inboxed Naisha, um, probably over a year ago. And one of the things that You know, I always say to myself, I could be the president of the United States and I'll still give folks a high five. Like, I'm still not gonna forget where I come from. And to me, it's always, an honor to have people who have a lot of followers, have a lot of influence, who don't just give you the snub of like, you know, talk to my assistant or I've asked people questions and like you can go Google that. I'm like, but sis, I'm trying to connect with you and just say hey, like I appreciate you, you know. Right. So I just want to thank you for that off the bat. Like women like you warm my heart because that's exactly how I am and I feel like no matter how big you get, how many followers you have, you know, um we're influencing people and where we have to show that being nice is actually cool <laughs>
1: right. girl I'm, this whole following that that's not me yeah you know, it doesn't represent me i'm mm-hmm. i'm a girl from north i'm from the hood i keep it real like this is forget the stardom or whatever you want to call it like yeah I'm, I'm i still i'm still real
0: yeah and I agree, you so are. <laughs> and I feel like no matter where you come from, you, it, to me, that's just so important to being honest. And one of the things that I read about you where you said, you know, your success is due to transparency. So when people ask me, how do you build a brand? I'm like, just be real. Just be authentic. I don't know how else to put it. Because if you do try to not be yourself, I mean, you just it doesn't even resonate with you, you know, because then you have to keep up a facade of who you are or who you portray to be. So let the world know who you are. First of all, you're a goddess. (laughs) And all of my queens and goddesses joining. Happy Sunday. So good to see you guys. But let us know who you are, what you do. And then I kind of just want to jump into these eight steps because I'm excited myself.
1: (laughs) This is always so difficult for me to uh, describe who I am. I am a woman. I am all a woman. Um, I am a celebrity coach and global speaker. In addition, I'm an educator. Um, I started my nonprofit organization for female youth ages 11 through 19 at the age of 23 I believe 23 24 Mm. um the nonprofit expanded into two schools so I have two schools um all-girls schools in Africa one in Malawi and one in Uganda yes um I do homeschooling in LA and in addition to that, I am a certified life coach and therapist. So I do counsel sessions, I do life coaching sessions, sessions, um, and I travel the world speaking to women now in reference to turning their mess into a message. You know, living mm-hmm. in their truth and understanding that we all share similar stories, and they're not the only ones going through something. That's that
0: right. Going mm-hmm. and, and I so, love yeah,
1: that. I, I guess that's who I am. I'm a mom.
0: You are.
1: Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm a mother of three children. Um, I have two girls, one boy. I'm a wife. So,
0: yeah. yeah. And I love it's that something. you said it's so hard. Because it is hard when people ask you, like, who are you? You know what I mean? It's just like... Right. It's, I feel like it's. it should be something that is always evolving. You know? It should be something right. that's always at the core. You know, you're just you. And then whatever you right. do is just that extension of you know, your journey, you know, so to speak. So I just love you so much. I was looking more into you yesterday and I was like, dang, like you are just, I've loved you from the jump. Just being able to talk with you and people say, stay close to what feels like sunlight. Right. And for those of us who, you know, choose to be the sunlight in some way, I have to stay close to sunlight too so people like you who inspire me to do better you're like hey sis you should have one of these and I'm like "Oh, I don't have one of those <laughs> this is what it looks like you know it's just like my heart is just it just I think that's why I was so excited today because women who really want to see other women win And part of your journey is that, you know, And part of just my journey is that same thing. Like, we can all win together. We can all be nice. And I do find that a lot of that is found in healing. So when someone treats me a certain way, I'm like, all right. You know, it's not personal. It's all good. And I think forgiveness is such a big topic that people always say it's easier said than done. And I think for generations, it's been just that thing you sweep under the carpet and you don't talk about. Or you think you've dealt with it, but you've really just kind of moved on. And, and and you think you've dealt with it because you moved on, but there's this whole healing that has to take place. And understanding and wisdom, to me, it's really the wisdom that you move forward with. So I'm just so excited to get into these eight steps. And anytime I do these Sunday Lives, I'm always paying attention to the things throughout my week that stand out. And one of the things I hate to right. do is clean the, gar- like the bottom of the trash can, like the bottom bottom that smells the worst. I hate mm-hmm. doing that, like I'll leave it. So the other day I'm thinking, you know what? This is how forgiveness kind of is because you can change your garbage yes. every day you can take it out. But yes. that bottom part down there, it is so stinky. And I avoided cleaning it for probably, it was like a day and a half. And I was like, all right, girl, like, put your gloves on. You got you to gotta clean this because it really smells. Yeah, scrub it, right? Yes, you, I, I was scrubbing it. I was like really getting into it. And I was like, this is so pertinent to this forgiveness discussion because that's exactly how forgiveness is. And that's exactly how our emotions are when we just bury them. And then we, st- you know, right. it takes a lot to learn what you've buried and how you get over that. So I just wanna jump into these steps because I am excited to learn your point of view about forgiveness and what that looks like for everybody because I know it's necessary.
1: Okay, so I wrote the steps down because you know I'm always doing something. <laughs> and I was at the airport and I'm like, you know let me write this down because it's really important that what I say to myself is what I actually jot down so I can share. So you yeah. may find me going back and forth, looking at my book, and then sharing it with you. Okay. So, we tend to hold on to these hurts or trauma and pain, and we have to realize in order for us to flourish or be successful, we have to heal first, Mm -hmm. because if we don't do that, all of the hurt, trauma, and pain will leak out in other places in our lives that we believe that we had no idea that it would leak out. Mm -hmm. So... I know, with me personally, when it came to um, reaching a certain level of success, I had to go back into that garbage can. Mm-hmm. I had to go back, and I had to scrub. I had to dig deep because I was wondering, like, okay, well, I have these acc- accolades. I I've done this. I've been, you know, uh, to these different places. I've traveled. But well, why isn't it working? Why am I not? More successful, or mm-hmm. even with my success, why am I not happy? Mm-hmm. And I had to realize that I was holding on to so oh, love that. much baggage. Mm-hmm. So I made the decision that that closet, forget the garbage, but that closet that had all of these skeletons in it, I had yeah. to bring those skeletons out and I had to deal with that. Mm-hmm. So I created these steps um, to eight steps. I feel like eight is, is perfect to the forgiveness. And the first one is search for truth. And when I say search, truth it's I mean that um you have to find out the culprit whoever this person is that's connected to the hurt or the pain or the trauma you have to find out if that person intentionally hurt you like did they know that if I do x y and z I'm going to hurt this person right or if it was you setting some unrealistic expectations And then the outcome wasn't the outcome that you were hoping for Mm -hmm. is why you're hurt. Mm -hmm. So, you know, we point these fingers to so many different people on, you know, you hurt me this way or you hurt me that way. But people tell you exactly who they are. Yeah. But sometimes we just tend not to listen.
0: Absolutely. So
1: was it your unrealistic expectations or, you know, was this person intentionally trying to hurt you now? In addition to you trying to find the truth, you have to find out if this person intentionally hurt you, why did they hurt you? Why did they feel the need to hurt you? Where was the disconnect? Mm. You know, a lot of people may say, like, this is a lot of work. Like, somebody just, <laughs>
0: if you hurt me, I'm not sure
1: to ask all these questions.
0: Girl. You
1: <laughs> have to find out, like, was it intentional and why did you feel the need to do this knowing mm. that I would be hurt or in pain after you do it. Why did you do it? Because, yeah. you know, hurt people hurt people, right? That's right.
0: right. That's right,
1: so that is the first step. The second step to forgiveness is communicating with the culprit. um you know, I've seen on social media so many different times that they say everybody wants to act grown- grown until it's time to communicate.
0: Mm-hmm. and that's true, yeah, you
1: know, have you reached out to that person that hurts you because I know a lot of times in my family, you know they can be a cousin that does something. But they won't go to that cousin they won't go to the culprit they'll go to everybody else in the family mm. and say something like girl let me tell you what so-and-so did yeah or you know i can't mess with whoever because they did whatever they did but you're not taking the time to talk to that person mm-hmm. why are you not going to them directly and letting them know like look you hurt me this is important to me this relationship is important to me and i need to express how i feel so yeah. we can move forward
0: mm-hmm.
1: so you know, when you're searching for the truth, you you ask yourself, was it intentional? And how else are you going to find out if it was intentional? You communicate with that person directly. Yeah. Next is the third step. And this is really, really, really big for me because it was really difficult for me to do. And that's tap into empathy. And mm. empathy can be defined as the ability to recognize um, how you share emotions with other people, mm-hmm. putting yourself in their shoes, mm-hmm. um, you know, how would you have acted differently? Would you have acted the same if you was this person? Um, You know, can you now understand why this person was acting this way or did this to you once you placed yourself in their shoes? You know, we have to be more empathetic, Um, and that's a lot of times. We lack the empathy. We want to think that it's all about us, and it's not. You're not in this world by yourself. It's not all about you yes so you're searching for the truth you're trying to figure out, figure out if it's intentional you communicate with this person you place yourself in their shoes once you've communicated with them to find out you know damn am I that different Mm -hmm. you know are we really different would I have done the same thing Mm -hmm. you know what I probably would have done the same thing I understand now right I understand you I see you
0: right
1: uh the fourth is talk to yourself and this is Something that a lot of us don't do. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really big on journaling and writing down information, keeping it so I can actually deal with it. It becomes realistic once I write it down. Mm-hmm. So I said to write a letter to yourself expressing why you believe this situation happened. Um, what role did you play in this situation? That's because big. we always got to tap into ourselves and check That's ourselves, big. right? Yeah. Um, it has to be clear why we allow this to happen because you know with any relationship not even just with a partner but with a sister um you know with the cousin with a friend whatever it is we we see red flags mm-hmm. but why did you why did you choose to ignore it people let you know who they are but why do you think it wouldn't happen to you mm-hmm. why do you think you're different mm-hmm. why do you think that you can change someone yeah um, so you have to talk to yourself and ask yourself what were the red flags um, when you seen the first sign why did you ignore it mm. why didn't you speak up then Um. you know what was the role that you played in this relationship why did this person feel like it was okay to take you down this road so you have a responsibility and that's when it comes to talking. talking to yourself um the fifth one is what does your future look like with with or without this person so now you, you've spoken to them you have found out the intentions you've communicated you've practiced empathy um you've spoken to yourself now what what does the future look like with this person or without this person um how do you exit that door of betrayal how do you move forward you got to figure out how do you do these things you said whatever you had to say but now it's your time to make sure this doesn't happen which triples down into setting boundaries Mm. so six is setting boundaries you set you set boundaries for this person and for yourself you know what is now expected realistically um what is now expected for the relationship with this culprit what is no longer allowed what is allowed, and vice versa. So you know you've spoken to this person, but now the job is to protect yourself, right? Mm-hmm. I've done this, I'm hurt, I've expressed myself, you told me how you felt, now now I have a responsibility for self. I gotta make sure I set these boundaries. After you set the boundaries, it's really important for you to number seven, forgive yourself. We tend to be down on ourselves because we feel like, well shit, if I forgive this person, What these other people gonna think about me correct you know what 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 how do people view me now because I made this decision to forgive this person you know you got to realize that we all fall short Mm -hmm. we all fall short sometimes so you have to forgive yourself for being okay and seeing inside them what other people may not have seen Mm
0: -hmm.
1: after you forgive yourself then you forgive them And that's number eight, Um, because we have to also understand that the people that we align with are a reflection of us. So, Mm. you know, you have to realize that, yeah, they may share something or they may have done something that hurt you. But somewhere down the line, y'all both embodied something similar. Mm -hmm. Y'all both shared something. And you have to understand that. We are all pretty much the same. So I forgive myself, but I have to forgive you now because in order for me to forgive you, this is the only way for me to move forward. And just because I forgive forgave you, that doesn't mean that I have to still be in alignment with you. Mm-hmm. That means that I have to understand that you are your own person. I've realized the reasons on why you've made these decisions. I've realized what I did and a role that I play in these decisions that you you know that you've done or in this relationship, and now it's time for me to go on. Mm-hmm. Now it's time for me to move forward. You know, I hear a lot of times with my clients, you know, they think it's funny, it's like a game, like, and let me tell you, you know, she she's going to be upset if, no, she upset why I'm not talking. You know, I got to show her, I got I to gotta show her that I'm the strong one and I'm not going to have no conversation with her. I'm going to walk past and I'm going to ignore her. But you still holding on to the fact that, you're not messing with this person you're still holding on to the baggage so because you're holding on to this hurt or this you're still resenting you're still hurting you're still festering mm. so you know when you I know you said earlier it's like it's easier said than done no it's not it's not because it's simple you you do the work if this relationship is important to you you're willing to do that work to figure out what it is, what role did you play, what role they played, why they played their role, and how you all can move forward. I love that. So these steps helped me in forgiving my dad, Mm. forgiving my mom, forgiving myself, forgiving my husband, you know, taking the time to communicate with these people and and hearing their story and understanding that, you know, they they may only be doing what was done to them and they didn't even know that you know this was something that was hurtful mm-hmm. you know you get a better understanding on how people move,
0: move,
1: move, mm-hmm. to chip stronger. so those are my eight steps to forgiveness um i think they you know are really helpful they help me i think they're I help extremely people, helpful and i hope that it can help you
0: yeah, I think they're extremely helpful. So we have someone saying, this is so beautiful, I've taken notes. I'll have to read them over to implement these eight steps to forgiveness. The person, the next, um, it's so hard for me to say these Instagram names sometimes. <laughs> when the person is your mother, it's really hard to follow these steps. I still did but it. You know, it's, it's sad for us. And coming into this, I had to think about the different situations that were hard for me to forgive, right? Because there's some of them that are works in progress, I think. Or some of them came easier to me. Or I would say a work in progress would be me thinking about my parents. For me, for some reason, maybe being a girl, it was easier for me to forgive my dad because he could talk to me, right? He understood my boundaries and he was you know he he was understanding when it came to my mom you know her understanding those boundaries it became um and then it makes me think i just probably needed to ask better questions about her story um right it it was hard for her to understand boundaries or it became you know a tip for tat and i just had to say well at some point you know she's just really that hurt that Me explaining my pain to her, or you did this and this is how it felt, it just triggered something totally different in her where she was reactive opposed to being open to the conversation, you know? And I think, let me know if you agree with this. I think for some people, for us to create those boundaries is my relationship with my mother important yes because i do think we all make mistakes and i think especially as parents they do their best right so i've read your story too whether you're dealing with your parents abandoning you your parents not being there for you emotionally maybe being physically abusive emotionally abusive however a lot of us have grown up in these situations they did their best which is so hard to understand when you you're not putting yourself in their shoes. But when I hear more about her story from her mother and from other people, I think, wow, like I can see why she's the way she is, you know, but I think with her, it's going to take her time to really, like I have to almost step back from her and give her her space so that when we reconvene, we can have a conversation without it being uh, a tip for tat and her just being open to listen. I don't know if you agree with that.
1: I agree, but I do want to add something. We also have to understand that we can love someone and simultaneously while simultaneously walking away. Agreed. You know, so Yes. Yes, you know, you 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 heard your mom's story and now you understand why she's, you know, she does what she did the things that she did you can still love her and forgive her and then no longer be in alignment and then just wait until she's ready. Yes. Because sometimes we we are so selfish because we're ready to heal. Mm-hmm. We think that the next person should be ready on our time.
0: That's right. They yes. may not
1: be ready. There's still things that they have to go through that we cannot even fathom or may not even know about. Yeah. So our job is to do our part. Let me tell you how I feel. Let me express you know what i've been going through let me tell you how this situation hurt me and i hope that by hearing my story you then will tell tell me yours or you can move forward with me in a more healthy way agreed but we can't rush these people to heal when we're ready for them to heal so our job is to forgive and love and then continue on our, our own agreed.
0: path so they're ready. Yes. That was such a long journey for me <laughs> to get right. to that point of, you know, because you have this theory of, you know, for me it was all about <clears throat> firstly understanding both my parents had bipolar. So it was like, okay, well, if I understand them, I can learn how to manipulate the conversation in a way that's positive, right? This is the young Ebony right. just getting into that. And it was a struggle for years until I really just came to maturity of it's okay for me to love you and walk away. It's okay for yes. me to, that doesn't mean I love you less, but that was something I had to really look at and say, what is my truth when it comes to this bubble over here? And what am I willing to yes. deal with? What am I willing to accept? You know, and just your, just the whole uncomfortableness of it. And I think when, when we're being told, do what's uncomfortable, it's these processes because they hold right. so much power And like you said, weight into you, yes, getting to a point. We've seen so many celebrities get to a point and lose everything or, you know, check into rehab or, you know, it's like you said, leaking out somewhere else because it has so much weight on us when we choose not to deal with it. And I love that you talked about communication because that's a skill in itself to really tell somebody... Like, hey, Naisha, you, you know, I love our friendship and I do value this friendship. However, when you did this, it made me feel this way. Opposed to going to the next woman and saying, like, I just can't stand Naisha." Do you know what she did to me? And what are your thoughts? Because I think when it comes from women to women, I haven't had a lot of. I mean, it's been, like, since high school that I had, like, issues with girls where I was like, okay, I'm just not going to be anyone's friend. I grew up with brothers, so for me, it's like, we can talk about this and still be friends. (laughs) Like, we don't have to fight. We don't have to pull hair. Like, let's talk about it, you know. Um, But I think it's, it's a high level of maturity to communicate and get your feelings across without going to a person, like, ready to fight, ready to argue, ready to, like, prove your point, but just be mature about it and convey your point just being honest with how you feel and recently probably within the past two years i had a situation where it was it was a i saw the red flags of just not being uh how would i say it? just you know if, if you are a woman and you come talk to me about other women i'm red flagging you <laughs> I am red flagging you all day. Like, you know, I'm like, hmm. All day. Yeah. Like, don't come talk bad about the next woman. That's red flag number one. And I ignored it because I'm new in my brand. I'm like, okay, queens recognize queens. I can change people, all this stuff. And eventually it led to, opposed to she and I having a conversation, her going to other people saying, Ebony this, Ebony that, Ebony this. So by the time we were able to talk and I love you mentioning everyone can't heal when we want them to heal. So it took me probably a good seven months to forgive because I was a little Mm -hmm. bit irate that I've never not been me. I've never not been honest. I've never not supported someone, hated on them. Like, that's just not even my character. So for you to go around spreading that truth, but you don't want to talk to me about the problem. You have a problem with me for some reason. Just let me know what I did. Like, let's talk about it. Um, And... And then also having to get over the non-receptiveness of let's talk about it. Let's be mature about it. Um, And me just having to come to my own term of forgiveness and saying, you know what? Really, 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 I have to embrace this thing where it's not about me. It's not about me. And this person here needs their own healing, their own journey. And what is this showing me? What is this showing me about... You know me getting bothered by what other people say what is this showing me about staying true to my character like there was so many lessons right. that i felt like i had to embrace and i love you for each one of the steps that you've given i'm sorry that was me because i think overall you you dive into different parts of yourself that makes you somewhat question yourself and question what you're willing to hold on to are you willing to have grown up mature conversations do you know what that looks like (laughs) you know what is the truth if you were in that person's shoes would you do the same thing because I think so many people will get to some of these steps and just stop and then they won't take accountability without
1: a doubt you're gonna stop yeah you're gonna stop because I find that a lot of us don't want to deal with who we are. Mm. They don't no one wants to deal with self because yeah. that is the most difficult work. Amen. So you're trying to tell me because someone else did something, mm. I have to deal with myself. You understand? Like yeah. wait, you're telling me that I need to talk to myself and figure out why I continued on after this first red flag? Yes. No, I don't want to do it. Yes. I don't. That's too much work. Yeah. You understand? So mm-hmm. you have to. Because it's all about us. It, it starts is. with us and it ends with us. And I went through a similar situation with, you know, another woman, and that's the same thing with me. I had to work on me. Yes, I had to make sure that I didn't come out of character mm. um, to prove myself. Right. You understand? Wait, 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 wait. No, that's not me. No, no, no. What you know? What mm-hmm. she's saying? That's not me. But what I had to learn was keep it consistent boo yes continue to be yourself yes continue to be yourself continue to live authentically Mm -hmm. and the truth will come out Mm
0: -hmm.
1: it will come out your job is not to save or to save everyone or to prove to everyone that you're not something that people are telling you that you know that you are your Mm -hmm. job is to be who you are and be true to who you are and be consistent within that. Everything that needs to happen after that is going to happen. Mm -hmm. And everything
0: that should not happen will not happen. That's right. That's big. That's really big. So I wanted to ask you (laughs) because I think with the eight steps and someone already noted it, you know, there are situations where I think we'll count out that doesn't deserve forgiveness. Right? Mm -hmm. Some of us. I don't think that's true because I think Healing is healing. And when people hurt you, we carry it, right? What have you forgiven? Right. What have you personally forgiven? And I'd love, I always share what some of my forgiving journeys. But what have you forgiven? Well, I know I'm you gonna, talked about your parents. Right. So there's a few.
1: There's a few. I mean, are you, you have
0: time? I have because...
1: time, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to give you, I'm going to give you, I noticed a lot of times women say they have issues with their mom, mm-hmm. and I can't tap into that because you know this is this shouldn't happen. So I forgave my mother. Mm-hmm. Um, my identity was stolen. Um, you know, my money was stolen. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my livelihood was in jeopardy. You know, there was so many things that happened, and I forgave. I forgave my husband. For commitment, and a lot of times people be like, oh, "Shit, if he cheat, I'm out." Mm-hmm. I forgave them, and what I had to learn with both, I played a part in it. Yes, I played for a part. <laughs> 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 it, was, it was, it was not just him.
0: Yes, you understand? Like yes, so, I understand, not, girl. I understand
1: her. <laughs> so. We we again we have this thing like yo which you, you, you know you did this to me and it feels comfortable to be the victim. It does. It feels comfortable. It
0: feels good actually. To, <laughs> this oh, you went out just to touch.
1: <laughs> to say that this person that it was being done, it, it you did, and then and I know I think I feel like a lot of times when people say. This situation can't be forgiven it's because they're looking at forgiveness as a gift to this person. Ooh. Forgiveness is not gifting the person, mm. it's gifting yourself. That's right. Forgiveness is not about them, yes. it's about
0: you. And that summarizes this week's Sunday Soul Chat with Naisha Williams on the 8 Steps of Forgiveness. If you were able to join us live, you got the benefit of watching the full entire episode. However, this was our first run at getting this into podcast form so that you can take it with you wherever you go, listen in the future, break out those notes so that you can continue to grow into your best, most divine self. I definitely encourage you to join us every single Sunday for Sunday Soul Chat right on Instagram Live at 3.33 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. But until then, as always, you guys know, real recognize real and queens recognize queens.